0: Slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions.
1: Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HaleVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back of house positions now at HaleVarsityClub.com.
2: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition,
1: training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. I almost said it the other way around. Today, (laughs) we are going to cover some of the millions, only some of the millions of fitness myths we would heard during our time of being fit-ish chicks. Um, There are... So many, and there are some doozies like that I hear repeatedly, over and over and over again.
2: I feel like today are the like the three biggest offenders. But oh, going yeah, we're gonna make this a series. I think. I think we
1: should. While. And you know what, you guys like if you have any that you've heard that you're not sure if it's a myth or not, like go ahead and email us hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com, because like we'll cover them in a in a future episode for sure because yes. they're so freaking money. If so-
2: there is anything that I love more than anything else. Besides like cats and cheese, um, oh, yeah. it's, that it's, it's researching something to prove somebody wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I live, yes. I'm that friend. I live to naysay and be like, no, you're wrong. And this is why.
1: I had to like mute one of the groups I was in because the first one that we're going to cover is like repeatedly asked. Oh. And, I'm, and every time I scream at my phone, like, no, oh. no, no, stop it. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
2: <laughs> it's it's oh we've I mean really after I've been doing this for what like six years now yeah I have heard so much bullshit from so many people and just quite not even just statements that are garbage but yeah. questions where it's like who the fuck
1: told where did you, that? you get this yeah, from where you like,
2: picked this up from somewhere where
1: yeah exactly so like the three that we're going to cover today can you spot reduce body fat is soreness a badge of a good workout and should women train differently than men? What is fact and what's BS? Vamos. Here we go.
2: That's Spanish for let's go. <laughs> That's going to happen sometimes. Let's go. I'm just let's gonna, go. L e t s g o. I need to like make a lexicon for like my Spanish words that people... We'll just write it. I should just write it on the whiteboard. If I say delay, that means yeah. Everyone has that friend that has done like 50,000 crunches at the end of their workout to try to get their abs to show and we've all seen it like Mm -hmm. there's that that I used to be that person I used to be that person too because I didn't know any better Mm -hmm. I was that girl at the end of a workout doing my hollows and then doing like side by sides and doing Russian twists and Mm -hmm. doing crunches and you're not on to something you're not gonna make your abs magically pop overnight you're wasting (laughs) your time
1: yeah um you you can't spot reduce body fat no like period you just it is not possible like doing all the sit-ups and crushes in the world isn't going to give you a six-pack. This is another one of those things that we've been told like by the diet industry, diet yeah. and fitness industry forever because they're trying to get us to buy products typically. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, this doesn't have to do with abs, but that freaking, what was that thing you put in between your day? Oh, the d- thigh master. Yeah, like stuff like that. It's like gimmicky shit. To target specific areas of fat.
2: Now, the thigh master, in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with it because abductors and adductors are a very important component of your fitness. Um, Maybe the
1: ab roller is a better example. Yeah, that
2: thing. The ab lounger where you just lay in the fucking hammock and you you just just go. We had an ab lounger (laughs) at my sister's house when I was in college. I may or may not be well acquainted with it. It may or may not be a fucking waste of money. (laughs) Um, Your entire body is going to burn fat your body, the way that your body is going to burn fat is going to be different for every individual person. Mm -hmm. Um, like for me individually, the last place that my fat is like the hardest places for me, my back is cut. My arms Mm -hmm. look great. Mm -hmm. My legs jacked, my stomach still flappy. My fucking <laughs> boobs still huge. <laughs> so my body holds my fat like the the last of the fat reserves, and this is typically true for most women because that's how our bodies are built to raise babies. Right. Exactly. Um So so your boobs are always probably going to be there until the very end, and so is your stomach. Yes. Yeah.
1: And even, absolutely. Even even
2: when you get to the very end and you completely cut, like I'm still probably going to have boobs.
1: Right. Well, and, that's and I'm very always disappointing. <laughs> here's the other thing too that I don't think that like. One, it's not talked about enough, but like normalizing the fact that when you sit down, first of all, everybody's, every person has roles, everyone, and women have an extra layer of fat over their internal organs down there. It's to protect those baby making organs.
2: Yeah. Even if you are jacked, (laughs) like you'll see, you'll see girls that are cut, but they still have that little bit of just a raised spot. Yes. Because that's, that's just how that's our bodies normal. Are. It's it's how okay. our bodies
1: are built like We're and not, if you think yeah. about like your body too as like a machine, uh-huh like your body like the reason you can't spot reduce is because when you burn fat, your entire body is burning, yes, fat. so if you think about it as a machine, it's working together at the same time, one to keep you alive. You can't, it's not going to be like, you know what? Today, I feel like only burning fat in the ass. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's like, like if you did a Bunsen burner on a beaker, it would it would heat the entire beaker and all of the water would get yes. hot. Not just the top corner or the bottom part would get hot. The entire beaker exactly. gets hot. That's how your body works. That's how thermic, what did they call it? The thermic effect, I believe like, is what it is. Yeah,
1: Thermogenesis, um, basically. Yes.
2: Thermogenesis is body, body fat burning. Yes.
1: And everybody's DNA is different too. Like, yes. We've talked about this before, but Sadie and I could eat exactly the same thing and work out exactly the same way for exactly the same amount of time, and our results are going to be completely different.
2: Yeah, just because our bodies are different.
1: Exactly. Like I burn. I don't want to say I burn fat. Everybody burns fat in the same process way. Yes. yes. But the way that it comes off of your body is going to be different.
2: It is going to be different. Um, and every and that's okay. Like we mm-hmm. want bodies. We celebrate everybody's body. Yes. I love bodies. Bodies are cool. Like you should appreciate what your body does for you. And um, I feel like when we we try to short circuit our body by doing things like spot
1: reducing
2: yeah. and stuff like that, we're we're kind of undermining what our body's trying to do.
1: Exactly. Or or the wins. Like here's the thing that always gets me down, and I I, I fall into this every once in a while too. But like when you're in the gym and you're making progress just because you don't physically see it in the areas you're expecting to doesn't mean that you're not making gains or getting wins.
2: Yeah. If you've been cutting and you've been working really hard and watching your food intake and you don't see anything on the front side of you changing, turn around and see what your back and shoulders look like in Mm -hmm. the mirror, because I guarantee you they're more cut than you thought they were. Yes,
1: for sure. Well, and that's, you know, it goes back to just like keeping track of progress in a different way. Like just because you're not seeing it fall, you're not physically seeing it fall off your stomach doesn't mean that there isn't a difference in how it appears. Right. You just look at yourself every day.
2: Yeah. You, you you mislead yourself when you look at yourself every day because yeah. you're used to seeing yourself every day. Like Phil and I have had that conversation a lot when we started this, because it's really frustrating. It's really fucking frustrating yeah. to go to the gym, kill a workout, come home and be like, I don't look any fucking different. This sucks. Why? Right. Because you don't see it.
1: You don't. You, you really lo- don't. You do
2: look different and your friends are going to know. Well, that and here's the other thing too. too. It's
1: not necessarily always like aesthetically like you're you you can not necessarily always see that right are you moving better yep are you able to perform the movements you've been doing at the weight you've been doing them with more ease are you able to add more reps are you do you how is your form like all of those things are wins and then
2: there's everything that it does for you up there too. exactly like the mental fortitude that comes along with doing something even though you're not seeing the results right away mm. like seeing that through takes a lot of backbone and a lot of balls to stick with it because everybody always wants the quick fix. Oh yeah. And for this, there is no quick fix. I mean, you could have, there is surgery. Um, but you know, that comes with its own entire mess of, have you ever looked at cosmetic surgery? Have you looked at what the recoup time is for that shit?
1: No. And I haven't just because I'm like, side note, it's a long time. (laughs) And also it's expensive. (laughs) Yes. Like, you can't you're not gonna spend you know I don't know on a pill or like doing a billion crunches every single day yeah. like there are movements that every single movement first of all every single movement that you're doing requires mm-hmm. you to engage your core it sure does so you're already doing that work yeah you can't spot reduce body fat though you can't there's you no can't. pill you can take there's no magic snap of the fingers like your body is a machine and it's gonna burn wherever it it's just going to burn fat in general.
2: Yeah. Your body's going to do what it's going to do. Uh, so yes, if you want to lose fat in a specific area, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. Uh, you're, gonna you're lose just gonna, everywhere else too. <laughs> yes. You're just going to have to keep cutting if you want that to keep going. Um, and we've, we've talked about like consistency a lot too. And I feel mm-hmm. like this is where cons- bingo card. There it is. Consistency hey. comes in as well. Um, When it comes to reducing body fat, it takes a shit ton of consistency. And I have really recently started to see this happen with myself since we've gone into quarantine and I haven't been eating out as much, Mm -hmm. Um, that that consistency is like clutch. If you don't have that, you're not, you're not going to be on a good foot to get this going.
1: Well, and, and just like, that's why we talk about like having somebody to be accountable to quite Mm -hmm. a bit, because if you're, if you're like, you could write down everything for six weeks, but it doesn't mean Maybe you're not being as honest with yourself as you thought. Right. So if you have somebody to, I mean, how send it to us. We'll yeah. give you a spreadsheet. Yeah. Fill this out and get back to us. Um, you like forms? I got lots of them. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Being consistent, finding something sustainable. Those are going to be the, the ways that you lose body fat. Yep. If you're not going to spot reduce by doing Russian twists for 45 minutes. Nope. Like that's just not, the same thing goes for your butt. Yeah. Um You can do workouts to build muscle in your glutes, but you can't magically burn the fat off your butt cheeks um and By the way, having a fat ass is actually pretty awesome. First I mean, of all, I could sit on this hard ass chair my for an ass hour in your face? you did, but I stuck my butt back at you, so okay. we're good. I didn't like, it's good. Aesthetically, it looks I just part- took a
2: shower. It's fine. I'm,
1: I'm sure that this is going to look amazing on video.
2: <laughs> Having a big ass is great because now you can twerk. Dude, oh, yeah. I never, I never knew the joys of twerking <laughs> until, you like, the beauty of twerking, if you can't understand how twerking works, you need to have some jiggle. Mm-hmm. And all of my Puerto Rican friends have taught me this. Um, in PR, twerking, they call it pareo. Um, So they taught me how to pareo when I lived in PR because I am an honorary Puerto Rican gringa. And um, they (laughs) were like, you have to shake your ass. And I'm like, like this? And they're like, oh, you don't have enough ass to shake. And I'm like, I know it's a crime, right? But then I started doing my squats and Lou's like, yo, that's a pareo ass right there. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Look at it Here's the other thing.
1: (laughs) Um, I get offended when I walk by my husband and he doesn't smack my ass. So like... (laughs) I want to have a smackable ass. Right? <laughs> Everybody
2: wants an ass worth grabbing. I mean, let's be honest. That is that is my wish to all of you,
1: that you have an ass to grab or that your ass is being grabbed. <laughs> and uh, I think we can just mic drop. See you guys later. Yeah, yeah. This episode's <laughs> over and we're good.
2: Um, stomach wraps are bullshit. I'm not going to mm. make some friends with this because uh, there are a lot of people I know that... They have used these before. So, stomach mm-hmm. wraps are marketed kind of the same way as fat burners are, saying if you use the product, you'll reduce fat in that area. Yeah. Put this shit on, wrap it in aluminum or wrap it in saran wrap, and then put a corset over it. It works.
1: Right. What, no, it doesn't. What it you're doesn't really, fucking work. What you're really losing here, though, is water weight. Yes. So, when you're rehydrated, that weight, if it came off the scale, if you get on the scale right after your workout and right after using this wrap, the number probably is going to be down. Mm-hmm. You've been sweating. You're forcing that area to lose more water.
2: You're kind you're, of spot dehydrating yourself. Yes. Basically honestly. that is
1: what you're doing. Yeah. So when you're rehydrated, that weight is going to be right back where it was and mm-hmm. right back on the scale. Yeah. It's
2: Let's talk about creative ways that companies have made us waste I mean, our fucking money. Wow. It's true.
1: <laughs> and the, the number will move, but all you're doing is that's the best way to put it is dehydrating a specific area of you your body. You are. I
2: mean, yeah, you're you're essentially sweating out your stomach yeah. because that's what people usually wear them for. Now, if you're wearing an actual like stretchy back brace because you have back problems, mm-hmm. totally different story. But if you're wearing a corset to go work out, yeah. There's it's a bad idea for a couple of reasons. First being that it constricts your airflow, right? And you don't want to lift anything heavy if you can't get a full breath into your body. That's going to be bad news mm-hmm. bears. It can also fuck with your posture because the way that you readjust with how you ha- uh, corsets are the most uncomfortable thing yeah. ever. I don't know if you've ever worn one, if you're like watching or listening at home. Being a chick, we have to do all of this shit. Just in the name of chickdom and wear all of this uncomfortable underwear from time to time for formal occasions. Shirt.
1: I'm not doing that
2: um, There's a reason that I wore a mesh tutu dress for my wedding because I could wear whatever bra I felt like and right. it was comfortable. Um, but corsets suck. They are painful, they're uncomfortable. You literally are stuck moving just like a fucking, you're like a Barbie doll. Like yeah. you don't have any movement from side to side with your spine, you're just stuck. That's a bad idea. You don't want to limit your range of motion when you're underweight, like underweights underweight. Um, That is a surefire way to fuck yourself up. Now, a lot of people can do it and they get away with it without any like any consequences. Nothing weird happens, but stay away. It's a gimmick. (laughs) It's (laughs) literally just Just a gimmick. Stay away. It's a gimmick just like. Oh, the workout (laughs) enhancement creams. And I'm going to name a name and that's fine. They've been around for a while. Sweet Sweat. I have been knowing about Sweet Sweat since, oh, I don't know, they've been around since like 2013, 2014, when I first started, like, coming into Mm -hmm. Fitness Instagram. So they've been around for a while. I know who they are. I've seen them. I've never bought any of their stuff, but I've seen a lot of people hawk their shit. Yeah. Um, For the same reason that stomach wraps don't work, this is why, like, Sweet Sweat workout enhancement creams don't work either you're paying 40 50 60 dollars for some really nice coconut smelling shit that you're going to rub all over your midsection that's going to make you feel slimy and then you have to put a fucking saran wrap over top of it and then wear a corset like it's basically it's like
1: a jelly you're suffocating that area just like it would be if you're wearing a wrap and you're dehydrating that area of your body you're paying 40 dollars to dehydrate an area of your body that is going to come right back the second that you're rehydrated.
2: Also, why do people electively rub shit on their body and then put saran wrap on top of it? Have these people never had a tattoo before? Like, no, you, It's oh, uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm that person that I get home like an hour after that shit's off and I'm washing it because yeah. it's just like slimy and it's drippy and it's weird and uh, like yeah. everything about the whole trend of midsection training is just weird and i'm not even going to get fucking started on waist trainers
1: yeah we're not doing that
2: today Um, we don't have time for that today (laughs) that could be a whole episode it's an entirely different episode for a different day all right now that i'm done railing about fucking (laughs) waist training for a minute uh let's talk about soreness so some people think that soreness the next day to the point where you can't move is a sign that you had a killer workout not true Mm -hmm. um being sore the next day every day is bad for your muscles yep um, because typically soreness is due to your muscles recuperating from the damage that they've incurred because that's the way that muscle building works. You destroy your muscles. You basically, you cause tears in your muscles and then your body throws protein at it to rebuild the tissue and yeah. then it comes back bigger and that's how you get guns and all that cool stuff. Yes. So typically soreness is your body not being used to increased weight or increased cardio or you're trying something new that your body is not used to. So yeah. Soreness is, I mean, some people use soreness as a Monica or as like a marker of, of a good workout. Yeah. I usually don't.
1: Um, it's just, it's not just, it just isn't the best indicator of a good workout. I mean, yeah, you're sore and I get why there is a correlation there, but other things like quality of movement and if you're successfully increasing weight with proper form should be some of better indicators of success in the gym. Uh, I get the soreness being kind of correlated with that, but typically, pay attention to when you're getting those. Is it when you just started a new cycle? Doesn't mean you worked it. You're working any harder than the last six weeks. It just means that you changed up your training and your muscles aren't used to those movements right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have some level of soreness in your daily life from mm-hmm. a workout, but it's not going to be debil- debilitating soreness every single day. If you're having debilitating soreness every single day, you need to take a look at your programming you need to take a look at your nutrition and you need to take a look at your sleep because one of those three things is very, very, very wrong and it could be more than one of those three things. Yes. Um, But you don't need to be sore as hell every day. It's not smart. No. I mean, even lifting the same amount of weight and adding more reps is a good sign that your training is going in the right direction, mm-hmm. and that's why we like the progressive loading scheme sometimes too, yeah. because it's like, okay, I'm at seventy percent this week, but that's a percentage that I can do eight to ten reps. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm at ninety five percent this week. Okay, I'm doing two reps. Like, exactly. That's that's kind of how that's how we kind of shuffle it around to make yeah. sure that we're hitting our heavy days, and then that we're having our. And I don't even call them my light days anymore because this is a good point that I saw the other day on the internet because that's where I am all day long. <laughs> um, I. don't call them light days anymore they're my fast days
1: yeah yeah
2: because you can get through that shit way quicker that's where you work your technique and your speed is on those lighter days so you don't need to be killing yourself in the gym every single day I mean kick your own ass but don't murder yourself
1: yeah exactly like even taking shorter breaks in between sets is a good indicator that you're fitnessing well.
2: Yeah. I mean, time your breaks. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't have to give yourself a set limit for how long your break is. You can, uh, when you get to more advanced training methodology, that is something that they will work in. Um, especially with a lot of like, uh, Olympic weightlifting stuff. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of timed breaks and whatnot. Um, the no pain, no gain mentality is irresponsible and it's dangerous. I'm just going to say that. And I'm not going to shit on anybody that says no pain, no gain. I understand the, like the thought process behind it. Yeah. Yes. There is going to be some pain involved, but you shouldn't be dying. Right. Um, and the people that are like, fuck it, keep going. I don't care. Your muscles are crying. Keep going. It's like,
1: no, you're going to fucking you can hurt injure somebody. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like, that's the same thing with like maxing out every day. It's going to, that just sets you up for injury. Honestly. Yeah. We've talked about this before, but recovery is just as important as your time in the gym. Giving those muscles and your body time to recover typically gets you to your end goal. I don't want to say a lot faster because it's not a fast process, but a little bit faster because you're allowing your body to adapt and uh, improve.
2: Which is the opposite of what we thought for a long time. We thought we needed to go to the gym seven days a week Mm -hmm. so that we didn't untrain anything the way that untraining works is usually, like, for certain movements, you can un- your body will start untraining in, like, 72 hours. And mm-hmm. I believe that to an extent because, like, if I have a couple of days where I don't do any Olympic lifting, I come out here and it looks like shit. Like, yeah. I haven't lifted a loaded barbell in about a month because life mm-hmm. – <laughs> um, And so I know when I come to do my first set of cleans tomorrow, it's going to be gnarly. It'll be fine. They'll be functionally sound. They're just going to be slow and kind of ugly. Um, It happens. Like, you need to give your body time to take a rest. I personally didn't start seeing huge, huge, huge advances in my training until I started taking two or three days off a week. Yeah. Tia Claire Toomey, Matt Frazier, all of those people super high level fitness. They have 2 or 3 days off a week. Mm-hmm. And they are the fittest people on earth. So exactly. take a page out of their book and maybe start doing what they're doing and give your body some time to recover.
1: Right. Yes, exactly.
2: Um it it just you need to rest. Not taking rest days is a it's a stupid idea. I don't like yeah. to, to call people stupid, but that is a dumb idea. Don't fucking push yourself 24/7 365. It's not sustainable. It's not yeah. realistic and it's not smart. Listen to your body. When you feel exhausted, it's because your body's telling you it's done. Yeah. So just listen. <laughs> if you're burned out, be done. Don't push through your workout just to get one in, do some stretching, maybe do some yoga, hop on the bike, you know, do mm-hmm. a little bit of light cardio and you're fine.
1: Yeah. I actually just went through this the other day and I was, <laughs> I, I sent you, you I posted about on Instagram and I sent Sadie a message. I, I, I'm one of those people. I rarely take two days off in a row, um, and I, I, I mean, I was just extremely busy. Like Tuesdays are my super busy day during the week, so typically, if I don't get my ass up in the morning, I may not get a work in in that day, and that's fine. I was also freaking exhausted, and I had I just took a, a rest day the day before, mm-hmm. but I was like, all right, I know I'm gonna feel guilty today, but. I know that my body is going to be way more satisfied with me if I just take this day off instead of killing myself trying to get a workout in. The quality would have been terrible. I... I always feel better when I'm done working out, but I would have been probably pissed off at myself because I wasn't going to have the quality of movement I would have had if I was just freaking rested. And
2: that's the one of the biggest lessons I took away myself from being able to give yourself rest is that you're less pissed off at yourself in your training when you're actually focused and your body feels good.
1: Exactly. <laughs> what a, what exactly. a surprise. Your
2: brain your your brain gets along with you if it gets rest and your body doesn't feel like shit, so it'll move how you want it to. Mm-hmm. Magic. Weird how that works. I, it's amazing. <laughs> um. So rest, please. Yes. Rest. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. If you're not, we, we did a whole episode about sleep like 10 episodes ago yeah. with our buddy Mike Nicola. So we talk about sleep and recovery. That is something to look into if uh, your training isn't quite where it needs to be right now. Yes.
1: Um. How much sleep are you getting? Are yeah. you getting are consistent you sleep? Yeah. Are you going, like, I know that... Maybe this is old school. It's not, uh, but going to sleep—it's not having a sleep schedule—is normal, and it's yeah, really it's beneficial for you and you your training, and just in general in life. Trying to go to bed at the same time every night and getting up at the same time every day really—it gets your circadian rhythm nailed down. And when you fuck with your circadian rhythm, rhythm, <sighs> it can affect. It's not just your training. It's literally it's just your life. It's your, your, It's more easy to get stressed out, which we also have an episode on. But stress also affects all of this stuff. Yeah. Just pay attention to what your body is telling you.
2: As someone that spent a lot of time in college working on a morning show and then also working until midnight and mm-hmm. getting like four, three to maybe Ugh. some sleep. Dude, there were nights where I'd go work with Pat and JT in the morning and I would just not sleep.
1: Yeah. I I'd
2: drink a pot of coffee in the two hours between my air shift at, at the radio station that we were in in college. Mm-hmm. And then like, Oh, I got to get ready. Cause it's four 30. Your brain doesn't work <laughs> the same
1: way no, when you're super tired. You're foggy. Yes. Yes. I, that busy Tuesday, I didn't get home from work until super late, which is way later than I normally get home. And I had to be right back in the morning. I got maybe four and a half hours of sleep, which for me is like zombie time. Like Mm -hmm. I have to have at least six, at least six hours of sleep. Otherwise I'm just freaking useless. I can't think right. I'm not on my toes. I, I just, I don't perform the same way in any aspect when I don't have enough sleep.
2: I am a giant bitch. When I don't
1: get yeah I was I was pretty crabby and short with people I'm like, get to the point. I'm already <laughs> I'm
2: already a very no bullshit person, mm. so when I haven't slept, oof yeah,
1: oof. it's not fun. It was not fun.
2: I'm like a baby. You need to feed me and sleep <laughs> me on a schedule so, otherwise I am miserable, and so will you.
1: Be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like so t- <laughs> to close out this subject in yes. summation. Listen to your freaking body. And sleep. Prioritize recovery and sleep. Yeah. Boom.
2: Should men and women train the same? (laughs) Should they? Should they? Should they? Uh, It depends on who you ask Mm. and how long ago you ask. I saw some articles from like 2002 uh, while I was, we know the answer to this. However, um, I will supply you with that in a moment. But I looked at a lot of different articles because I'm that person. I... Mm. I do a lot of Googling after the people in my, after Phil goes to bed. So like I just hang out on the couch with my cats and watch TV and just Google whatever random thing I was thinking about that day. So um, when I Google, I Google things for like 25 to 30 minutes each. So I've spent like a half hour looking at just different articles Mm -hmm. about this and it has changed steadily as we have become more current. But there was an article from like 2002 where it's like women should train high High rep, low weight movements to stay lean and toned. And I was like, if I had a dollar for every time I've walked into a gym to see a woman doing some fucking bizarre Ugh. ass circuit of movements that she thinks is gonna make her toned because some fucking moron on TV
1: told her yep.
2: I'd be a millionaire and I wouldn't be hosting this it, podcast. It
1: honestly like still surprises me that the word toned is used Ugh. as much as it is. Toned means muscle. Can we normalize that? Toned yes. means muscle. Yes. If and you, muscle means tone. strength tone, and strength is cool. Tone is muscle tone. That's muscle tone. tone.
2: That's where <laughs> toned came from. Muscle tone. We need a
1: shirt that says toned is muscle. Yes. Muscle is strength. Uh, strength yeah. is cool. Like my goodness. We used to be like, it just drives me insane. Yeah. Like that is, it's, that's, High rep scheme, low weight crap. It's just not true. And there's been a ton of research in the at least the last five years that say women and men should train the same. And anybody that tells you otherwise is trying to hoodwink you. Yeah. And they're lying.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing: your muscles don't know what kind of a body they're in. They don't know if they're a male body muscle or a female body muscle. Your muscles are just muscles. They all look and function exactly the same way, regardless of your gender. So look at CrossFit. Men and women Mm -hmm. do the exact same workouts, just at different weights. Yep. And I feel like this is the best example that I can give as far as why men and women should train the same. Yes. Um, Our bodies all move the same way. It doesn't matter if you're growing a baby or if you're growing a beer belly, (laughs) like (laughs) the opposite spectrum for the men, like, you know, Hey, it happens to all of us. Yeah. Um, Your body doesn't care. If it's no. male or female in that regard when it comes to how your muscles work. It no. just knows that it needs to do the work.
1: Exactly. And you're not gonna get bulky. We've oh,
2: that's another fucking
1: word I'm I wish we so could abolish. Tired of it. And I know that we we brought it up a few times, but like you know in order to get bulky, it takes so much more work than people I think realize or yeah. are willing to acknowledge. Like you have got to be the most fucking consistent person on this planet. The athletes that you are seeing online that are they're not bulky. They're not they bulky. have muscle they're and they're athletes. Yeah. In order to do that, they are literally getting paid to do that. They are doing two sessions a day and their nutrition is on point.
2: Yes. Um, a lot of power lifters are just huge because
1: mm-hmm. they lift really, really high you weights. Have to, you have to eat in order to be able to perform that way.
2: Yeah. If you, if you have any questions about how to like eat for performance or anything that has to do with working out, if you have questions, cause you're just getting into it, mm-hmm. ask us, we've got, I mean, years, between the two of us over a decade of experience with this shit now um hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com but i've been watching uh one of my friends trisha she just recently competed in a powerlifting meet and she fucking kicked ass uh you have to be really really dedicated to get your muscles to be that big oh my gosh! um a you have to be really dedicated b sometimes you might need to be on on gear which is aka for steroids and that's yeah. fine like as long as you're competing in an arena where they don't care if you're using peds then use peds like i've been like phil he got a steroid shot one time and we went to the gym and he's like now i see why people do this It's uh. fucking awesome and i'm just like yo chill. Uh. <laughs> um but it's really really difficult for you to get too big yep. um i've been trying to get too big for five years and my legs are maybe just now kind of where I want them to be, you right. know,
1: like mine are getting there. Here's the thing too. Like I've been, I was just found a post the other day from six years ago that said, you ever just be working out by yourself and you're screaming in your head. Why am I doing this? Why? I had to go through my closet. We're moving the other day and I didn't realize I haven't taken progress pictures in a long. Ooh, a did while. Did you find your
2: old clothes? I can't fit
1: into them. Yes. That's not the because your girl, I'm not overweight. I just, my arms don't fit. Yeah. You can't see that stuff. Yeah. I'm not bulky. I just i am stronger. And like, that was like, I was like a non-skill victory for me. I was like, my shirts don't fit anymore. It's like I was Because I'm
2: strong. Earlier, like I, my pants are fitting better because my ass has shrunk because I haven't (laughs) squatted in a while. (laughs) These things happen. Right. Like your body just... Your body will ebb and flow and go with you. And as long as it still feels good and if you're not working out right now, that's fine. I'm not working out right now huh. because life is fucking weird. <laughs> and I've been inconsistent. <laughs> See, we're like, we like we're like we normal we're human normal. beings. Yeah, <laughs> we're not robots either. I promise. Uh, I've been lifting with the dudes since day one. Like mm-hmm. my trainer, my, all of my trainers up to this point. Well, I had one, one trainer that was a female. Mm-hmm. Um, all my trainers up to this point have been dudes. Um, and it's been great. Yeah, like it's not only been great for my body, but it's been super great for my morale because what is better than being a chick and not only keeping up with the dudes, mm-hmm. but sometimes outpacing the dudes? Yep. Um. So that was really cool because keeping up with the boys can be a challenge. Um. But I'm not a do nothing bitch. So
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, girl. Yes.
2: Um. And, like, just go. Just go. Yeah, do it. Just
1: do it. Like, uh, like. I hate the term bulky. I really, really do. Um, and I just, it's just a um, misinformed, I guess, might mm-hmm. be the best word for it. Yeah. Way of looking at women being strong and um, it can like legit, bye. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> get out of I, here. I could,
2: I could get into a, a, a whole other discussion and feminism related things about how you know, misogyny and the patriarchy and all that shit's just trying to put us down by making us feel shitty for feeling empowered and good about ourselves. But I'm not gonna go there. We can
1: save that (laughs) for a whole other podcast. Maybe we'll have people like call in somehow.
2: Yeah, we could do that.
1: Um, Hormones are also going to play a factor in your training, male or female. For men, testosterone will run the show and estrogen is for the ladies. Ladies, you're going to want to adjust your training. You have, you, you, almost, have to. you have to adjust your training and your eating around your time of the month. When Aunt Flo comes into town, because if you don't, your body's going to hate you.
2: Yeah, you need a whole lot more iron if the red scares yes. come into town. Yeah. Um,
1: and the other thing, too, to like remember about that, we should probably get a doctor on the show to talk about how hormones specifically affect women um, and their training.
2: I want to do a whole episode about vaginas and and woman related things. I do too. Yes, I think that's a great
1: idea. Just because I think that understanding how to program around that on the day that you feel sluggish, the week prior to your that whole week prior to your actual time of the month, you are not going to perform at your peak. Nope. Because your body is physically going through changes on the inside. Yep. If you feel sluggish and you're like, "Gosh, normally I can." Throw up 15, 20 pounds in a shoulder press. I can't fucking get 12 and a half today. Guarantee you it's hormonally hormonally related. Yeah. So don't be hard on yourself.
2: I've had, I have, I have an IUD because my periods were so terrible that I just wanted them to go the fuck away for most of seven years, which is awesome. (laughs) Um, I'm on my second one. They're great. Um, So
1: you, you
2: really need to pay attention to that stuff. Even for me. Um, I get a faux period every now and then, and, and mm-hmm. like once in a great great while, I get a real period. And I can always tell when that real period is coming because I train like shit for like four days. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a period. And Phil's like, how do you know? I'm like, everything Everything, feels terrible.
1: Everything feels heavy as shit. And I'm not performing the way I normally would perform. It's typically going to be hormonally related. My body's doing that
2: thing where it's punishing me because I haven't used my uterus for anything useful. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, what the hell? Why are you I'm here for a reason. Um, on this episode, we only scratched the surface on there. Are, seriously, I can not like the list is compiling in my head um, of different myths surrounding fitness and nutrition. You're going to see another few of these from us soon yes. because <laughs> there's a lot of bullshit out there. And we <laughs> there want is, you guys to to like hop over, hurdle over the bullshit. If you've heard of any, like I said at the beginning of the episode, and you want us to cover it and talk about it, get more in depth. Email us hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com, com or follow us on the interwebs yeah at meatheadtestkitchen on Instagram and Facebook MTK staff on Twitter uh, we're also on TikTok yeah meatheadtestkitchen
2: I'm still trying to figure that out
1: <laughs> maybe we'll do a dance someday <sighs>
2: you can okay I can't dance okay. I can't my court, I I do like <laughs> this Cabbage is like patch. yeah the sprinkler buying groceries. <laughs> pointing across the aisle we're on anyway, the social media yeah find, for us, us and you'll find, find us find us we're everywhere we've got great seo too thanks herd at <laughs> um so just search Meathead test kitchen on on the googles and uh you'll find us for many pages actually
1: yes <laughs> yeah.
2: yes uh we are proud to be a herd at media podcast please like and follow us on our social media and wherever you stream podcasts which we're everywhere there to geezer Spotify, yeah. everywhere um, but soundcloud everywhere but soundcloud Everywhere but SoundCloud. Yes, we made go. it. We made it. Are we a real, real podcast? We don't I even have so. a SoundCloud. Cool. I think so. <laughs> so when you're all caught up with us, you can find Sasha hanging out with our friend Aaron Sorensen on Mind Your Own mm-hmm. Podcast. You can take Pat and JT everywhere you go. Keep up with Dax and Adam with the latest celebrity news on Hollywood Raw. They just had uh Joe Coy on. Yes. One of one of my favorite comedians, one that I've seen here at the Funny Bone several times. Uh it's a-
1: pretty good episode it's a great episode
2: that guy's fucking hilarious yeah (laughs) um see what joe benavides and megan olivi are up to on at home with ben olivi they just dropped a new episode they went to joshua tree for vacation over the weekend so that was cool um and then check out our newest podcast the Shuli show no big deal it's just Shuli from howard stern you may know him um might have heard of him (laughs) yeah so dude what a dream come true we get to say we work with a dude that's been on stern like private parts was like one of the things that made me want to be in radio yeah. So the fact that we have Shuli on staff is fucking yeah, amazing. Like, that's awesome. What a cool time to be doing podcasts <laughs> in Omaha, Nebraska. Neat. Also,
1: don't know if you've heard this, but we have merch now. So yeah. check out our shop at um it's on the website at dot Just go over uh go over to the shop tab and you'll be able to find all our merch there. We've got some hats, we've got a gym bag, we've got some stickers, um, Hoodies. We'll be, Ah. And also, we have a poster now. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard us mention this before, but find a way not an Excuse" is a poster that you can now buy. So make sure that you go to media.com and check that out. Check it out. Meathead Test
2: Kitchen. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A
0: Huda Media Production.